This is Sin. We young people run the show. weekend of sport absolutely exciting jay and jack is with myself sam this morning on your friday the 25th of june um massive stuff we've got the nbl finals um and crowds back in melbourne exciting uh we'll get to a few stories as well as the uh, the a-league grand final which is going to be a big part of this show today uh but good morning to you uh, you too How, how's your week been as you said, good to have the crowds back in Melbourne, even though it's a limited amount. Um, it's still nonetheless good to have them back. Good to have the Melbourne teams back as well. Yeah, I, th- I think it's something different. This sport, um, you know, they say a lot it's a sporting capital, but I think this city really does thrive on sport, mm. and without it, it's just not the same. Same with the music scene. What about you, Jack? How's your week been? Yeah, it's not, it's not been too bad. Um, I mean, you're so right. Nobody does live sport, live well, live events like Melbourne. So it's um, good to get back out there. I'm going to go to the game tonight. It'll be red hot. Okay, well, we'll jump straight into a couple of the stories this morning. Uh, and first of all, we'll start a former A-League referee, Jared Gillett has made history. He'll be the first ever Aussie referee to officiate in the English Premier League next season. What do you think about that, Jay? Uh, it's exciting to see Australians in, in any part of the, uh, you know, sporting way in to be successful internationally. Well, that's it, yeah. We're just getting recognised. Uh, Australia, obviously, still building on, I guess, the soccer culture, always with the A-League. So to get a referee into the into the big leagues, it's a, it's a big deal for us. Yep. Yeah, it's just like um, Postacoglu, isn't it? Like, just mm. getting more and more recognition on the international stage. It's just awesome for Australia sport. I really have a feeling uh, that um, it's really going to start to grow rapidly in this country. In mm. the next couple of years, especially with the investment, I think it's going to explode. So it's going to be exciting to see uh, that. Uh, also in the news uh, this week, Sydney and GWS are to have in Melbourne. Uh, they've flown over the last couple of days. Uh, as games have been moved here. And, of course, we mentioned crowds return to Melbourne, 50% uh, with a spectator cap, so 15,000 at Amy Park for the A-League Grand Final and 25,000 for the MCG and uh, Marvel for the uh, footy round this weekend. Uh, So exciting to see crowds back. Uh, Also, in a historic move, the Women's State of Origin match uh, tonight, I think it is, uh, will be officiated... Uh, by an all-female on-field team, both coaches and al- are also female, and of course the players are women. So, in what could be a world for- first, Belinda Sharp will referee the match, or Kaylee uh, Beatty and Carly Nolan will be touch judges. It's awesome, isn't it? Um, I mean, we we all want women's sports to succeed. Look at the AFLW; it's kind of great that um, it's like the A League. It's only getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's, um, sport in Australia is only getting bigger and bigger as the population grows. Yep. Yep, 
exciting. Any other news off the top for you, Jay, this week? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Maybe later. We'll see how I go. All right, well, when we come back, we'll jump straight into the world of basketball. Uh, of course, with the NBA and NBL finals underway. Uh, this is your Friday morning on the sports desk. It's going to be a massive one. This is Sin. Kasabian, Stevie on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And it's time for some basketball. <laughs> Alrighty, we've uh, got the playoffs continuing the uh, conference finals. So Phoenix Suns and Clippers going out at the moment. Comfortable for Phoenix at the moment. They've won uh, their last game 104-103 in mm. what was a very interesting finish. Oh yeah, I mean, how good was those last two minutes? Um, um, that lob from um, who was it? Forget his name, but Aiden got the <laughs> yeah. Aiden got the yeah. Finished. That was awesome. That was amazing. And uh, Booker just doing Booker things as he usually does. And yeah. no CP three. I thought they'd struggle a bit, mm. a lot more than they have. Um, it just proves that this Phoenix Suns team is more than just CP three, and they're really deep. I mean, I know you're not the biggest fan of Payne, but he was just awesome. He was. I give him that. He was the facilitator as well. Nine mm. assists. So good on them. And we. Playoff peak kind of oh, came out in the last God. last few seconds when he yeah. did two free throws and would have put him up by three points. Yeah, they weren't going to get that as well. So um, uh, it's he had such a good game. I mean, we're all thinking, oh, here we go. He's going to dominate <laughs> here and get the win. But then, as Paul George does, he does Paul George things, and then he misses two free throws, which he hasn't done in a long time. So. Um, Oh god, it's just it's hard, it's hard to watch sometimes with the Clippers. They they so much hype and I mean they should they sh- two years ago when we were looking at the team on paper we thought oh this was going to be the championship team. There's no mm. doubt about that. Um, Kawhi, Paul George, and a great backing. We thought oh they'll walk into a, a ring here, and they've just struggled come play- playoffs and finals times, haven't they? Yeah, no, and I guess obviously not having landed there now really does. Yeah. Affect them, but to come back close in that game, yeah, it just, it's a missed opportunity. Now, the next game will go back to LA where they can try and redeem themselves, mm. hopefully. Yeah, but Chris Paul likely to come back for the Suns is a big in, so yeah, we'll absolutely. see how that goes tomorrow morning. Uh, and then we obviously had down the east, the Atlanta Hawks got up against the Bucks. Yes, they did. Trey Young, he is proving that he can be um, a, a, a leader, um, a star player who can lead teams to finals, which is amazing. I mean, there's only a few of those guys in the entire league, and we're seeing one, we're witnessing one doing in his third year. So, um, I mean, let's be honest, he has he has no second star with him. He's doing it pretty much all his lonesome. I mean, he's got great depth. Clint Capella's a great second man, but like. Having one all star and just dominating like this is pretty epic. Yeah, well, we've seen younger guys, these younger guys coming in from them, mm. like Herder and then Collins, and you know, they've added Gallinari in that mix. So, yeah, they've got a lot of depth. And to go first game away from home and take it off the barks, yeah, they, they make it an interesting series right there. So, absolutely, it'll be interesting. Chris Milton was probably the difference not playing the way he normally played. I think. Six of twenty-three or something he, like that. He's he really didn't. The most out. inconsistent star in the game right now. He has amazing. He won. He single-handedly won two of those um, games in the net series. But um, then he comes out and does that. 
it's just tough. I mean, we we saw the Bucks in that game seven against the Nets. Absolutely, they were flawless. Really, hmm. they were really good. I mean, they had no right to win that series. Nets should have walked straight into the finals in the East. Um, so it's it's they just need to find whatever led them through that. They need to do it now. I think they got complacent after the Nets thinking, oh, we'll just roll over the Atlanta Hawks here, but they're not going. to they're going to have to put up a fight. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I mean, I'm saying it off here. I'm just a bit worried that. I don't think the oh, Bucks have enough in them to get yeah. get to that final and then to win a final. Like that's yeah. another. I agree. So yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, game two on tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Who's uh, your um, Who's your pick for taking it all out now? The four teams left. Who do you reckon's got it? Phoenix just look the team now. Yeah. Like, with the Nets out, it's, it sort of opens the door for them now. Absolutely. But, I think I'm, I'm with you there. I mean the. What, looking at what's about to happen, I think Phoenix will walk over the Clippers, and they'll be too strong for whoever it is they face in the finals. I mean, the Bucks will struggle as we've seen, and I think Atlanta, the steam will run out. It'll be like last year with um, Miami. I mean, these momentum teams—they're amazing during playoffs, but then it just catches up to you, doesn't it? Like uh, last year, and it'd be good to see a uh, Phoenix Atlanta final. Two teams that have been at the bottom not that long ago. Last year, really? So. Yeah. Wouldn't it just be perfect to have the two bottom teams play off? It would be. Point? And it's it's awesome that these two bottom teams aren't teams that bought an entire new team. They've mm. earned their right. They drafted, like, Atlanta drafted Trey Young. Phoenix drafted Devin Booker. Um, they Don't get me wrong, they've done well to facilitate a team around them. But it hasn't been blockbuster, no. uh, swapping all-stars. It's been smart. Draft picks, it's just been awesome. Yeah, and Monty Williams has just been outstanding. Yeah, he is, really. Uh, so, yeah, as I said, the game today, Clippers-Phoenix, be interesting, 11 o'clock, and then Bucks and Hawks tomorrow at 10.30am. Yep. So yep. we'll watch those and see what happens next yep. week on the show. Um, the NBL. So we've got um, currently United are up 2-0 and in the finals against the Perth Wildcats, which is awesome. The final game's on tonight. Um, hope, hopefully they can seal it right here at home. John Kane Arena. Yeah. Uh, so d- they played the last two games in Perth? They have, yeah. Mm. Um, so uh, hopefully advantage home crowd um, to finally finish the deal. Yep. Do you know Do you know the capacity? How how, how much they can fill it up? Um, actually, that's one I'm not sure. I'd probably say maybe 10,000. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's, any crowd's a good crowd, eh? Hey? Yeah. yeah, especially in basketball games. Yeah, in the, yeah the atmosphere. crowds feel mm. a lot bigger, so... Yeah, Should be good. Hopefully, United get up for the big one. So seven thirty tonight. That one, uh, don't miss that. Support the Melbourne United boys. Um, plenty of promotion with uh, some Melbourne teams making finals. So it's good, <laughs> good for the city. Mm. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, so who's your tip? Are you going to tip the United boys? I think I think they'll finish it off. Yeah. They, they're too strong at home as well. I mean, that's been a big thing all year that Melbourne United don't lose at home. So getting those two road wins really seals the deal tonight. It makes it much easier. Yeah, I agree. I think they should get it done. Yeah, the pressure's uh, off. Even if they don't win it tonight, they'll win it Sunday. Yeah, they've got the home crowd now. That's, that's huge for them. Victorians get up and about. Awesome. Okay, well, when we come back, uh, plenty of more stuff on today's show. Uh, we got AFL next, we've got the A-League Grand Final, a bit of the Euros to talk about, all of that and more on the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. This is the Sports Desk on Sin. Oasis on the Sports Desk. Bring it on down. It's time to talk uh, some AFL. 
and it kicked off last night. Uh, with a big win by the Brisbane Lions up at the Gabba uh, by 44 points in the end, uh, 13-16-94, defeated the Cats 7-8-50. Uh, not the performance, not the Cats we've been seeing for the last couple of weeks. No, they absolutely stank up the place. They were just... Like, I mean, Brisbane weren't that great. The Cats were just terrible, weren't they? Yeah, well, that matchup with Stuart and Cameron, I'm, I'm a lot of the commentators are questioning it because Stuart's their best interceptor by far. And he was playing that role on camera, which I don't think suited their style of play. Yeah, it makes he's no sense. He's such a good interceptor, Stuart, and he's playing on Cameron, who's obviously not an inter- yeah, quick that- athlete superstar that kicks three goals. <sighs> it makes no sense to me. He should have been on Tomahawk or Jeremy Cameron. But yeah, good on Brisbane. They really are starting to turn a few heads. Yeah. I reckon now that's a big win for them. Yeah. Ended the Cats' six-game yep. streak. Yeah, people so. doubted, didn't they? I was doubting a little bit, thinking, oh, maybe they can't win these big games when it matters most, but then they do. They come out and do something like that, which is pretty awesome. Bit of revenge for round two, as we saw that uh, controversial oh, yeah. finish mm, to that. Absolutely. Um, and I think that was a semi-final um, that they played uh, at the Gabba last year, prelim. I think it was. So, prelim. Yeah. Uh, so definitely, uh, that still haunts in the recent memory. Yeah. Uh, and Mulder and the Lockie Neal, he, he had, looked like he had real ma- major problems with his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and then he came back on and uh, played really well. So, uh, uh, big up for Brisbane. Yep. And Friday night footy tonight. Yo. The MCG, we're going to be not full of a crowd, but half a crowd at the MCG. Uh, it's the Tigers and the Saints from 750. Uh, interesting, interesting game. Um, uh, St Kilda, look. Not had the greatest year. Pretty terrible, to be honest. Um, uh, and they've come off the bye, haven't they? They both have. Both teams yeah, have. And, okay, um, so. Saints will look to, like, they'll, they'll need, they have to win some of these top eight teams they're playing against if they want to think about finals this year. I mean, yep. they have to get, and they have to start this back after the season really well. Um, they've just been awful. I mean, they were supposed to be, everyone was going, oh, here we go. This is the Raging Saints. This is their year. They'll move up the ladder. They'll be a top four team. They'll get a qualifying final at home. Um, and now where they're sitting, 10th on the ladder? Uh, 13th. 13th on the ladder, my apologies, <laughs> even worse. So, um, yeah, it's just awful. Um, and we all know the Tigers do love back end of seasons recently, so um, I think uh, the Tigers will get this win pretty easily. Joe? Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, the Saints have been very average. They just, I don't know, they got good ins, though, obviously, memory and Ross are returning to that team, I believe. Yes, they are. So that helps them, but, I mean... Yeah, the Tigers, as you said, they'll be raging to move up that ladder, try push for a top four. It's a bit, a bit tough to get to that top four with that, how tight it is. That at all moment. is going to be uh, pretty immense towards the end mm, of the year. Absolutely. Just, honestly, as long as we, you know, get, a, I'd like a home final at least. You know, sixth ish. I think any that, t- if if there's one team that can do it the hard way this year, it's going to be the Tigers. I mean, they proved it last year, eh? Go uh, back to the GSM uh, and. Uh, just thinking back to the last time you you played the Saints, uh, I think it was Marvel. Uh, Saints gave it a crack uh, pretty early on, and then they just fell away. Yeah. So I wonder if they've been stung from that really bad that they're not going to let that happen again. Oh, we'll but... see. Okay. Yeah. I do want an yeah. upset here. Um, of course you do. I'm going to say the Tigers just to yes. be safe, but uh, don't count the Saints too out of it. We'll see.
Yeah, we'll see. Next game, Saturday afternoon, 1.45 uh, from Marvel Stadium. It's Collingwood taking on Fremantle. Uh, no buys this week, so big, big, full, massive round. Uh, what do you think of uh, the Pies' recent form? And they've got a Brent Harvey? Robert Harvey. Robert Harvey. Yeah. Wrong Harvey. One of the Harveys. Um, I mean, it's awesome, isn't it? Um, I, we all love Robert Harvey, Saints legend. Um, he's made some big changes already. Had, a, had Swung the axe a little bit. Um be interesting to see. Teams tend to play well with a new coach for the first game, don't they, in recent history? I think so. Yes. Mm. yes. Except for Johnny Noble. Um, <laughs> um, um, I mean, Fremantle, they've been okay. They beat the Swans, which was an upset that nobody saw coming, really. I mean, that that was a game the Swans probably should have just walked away with. Um, and we're, they're sitting not far off the ladder. They're ninth, aren't they? I reckon they're ninth. So um, it should be interesting to see... Um, how they do? They need they need wins like this, Freo, if they want to stay in, like not in the eight, but stay in touch with the eight. They need to win games against Collingwood at Marvel. Taylor Adams, Mason Cox, Brody Gun- Grundy in for Collingwood out. Jordan Dugowie with a suspension. Max Lynch, admitted Darcy Moore injured, and Jay Rantel was the medical sub. Nat Fife in for Freo. Uh, Griffin Logue, Sam Squizkowski, uh, Matt Tabiner and Nathan Wilson. And then they've got a big list here. Bewley, uh, Connor Blakely, uh, Reese Conker, Mitch Crowden, Taylor Do- Dooman and uh, Joel Weston. I mean, um, Tabiner's nearly as big as an in as Nat Five. He's huge yep. for Freo. He always gets multiple goals a game when he mm. plays. So um, that's a huge in for them. I reckon this is going to be a really tight one. I, th- I think Collingwood, as you say, are uh, going to play... Pretty well with a new coach, yeah. Because um, uh, gen- yeah, gen- generally they're right. I think the players sometimes feel bad and they're like, "Oh, maybe I should pull my figure out of my <laughs> yeah, ass exactly. and actually play." Yeah. Um, uh, but I think Fremantle with those ins, it's going to be a pretty tight one. Yeah, I think Freo. No, I, I think Collingwood. So I'm going to take the pies yeah. as well. Right, right. Open roof, isn't it as well? Oh, during the day, quite I possibly. Think so yeah, and it might be wet too. So rainy side, Marvel. <laughs> Enjoy that. They'll benefit them, <laughs> Freo. Uh, next to Collingwood and the... Uh, sorry, not Gold Collingwood. Uh, North Melbourne and the Gold Coast Suns from Blundstone Arena uh, in for North Melbourne. Will Phillips out, Tom Powell and Bailey Scott. Gold Coast Suns have Ben Ainsworth, uh, Josh Corbett and Jeremy Sharp out. Chris Burgess, Braden Florini. Oh. Uh, David Swallow, Lockie Weller. Yeah, you're going to correct me? Fiorini. Yeah. Um... <laughs> This is, uh, guys, this is the game of the round. I mean, Gold Coast North in 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 Hobart. What, what could be better? What could be better? Um, it should be a good one. I mean, there's some big ins for um, for Gold Coast. Corbett and Ainsworth, they've been so important to them when they haven't been injured. Um, and they are desperate for a win. I think it's all about to implode at the Gold Coast if they don't get some wins on the board very quickly. Um there's rumours about players wanting to leave, which has just been the bane of Gold Coast existence, hasn't yeah. it? They get players, great players, don't get me wrong. I mean, they drafted, what, Lynch, Prestia, and they've drafted so well, but they just haven't retained these players that um, that have gone on to major success at other teams. And uh, they didn't do a half-bad jo- uh, job, North Melbourne, uh, against the Lions. They did go down, down by 23 last week, uh, but they look sort of in it. They look okay, don't they? I think they're starting to kind of get a run on towards the end of the year, yeah. so we may see a few more upsets. This is going to be a nail-biter one for, for Gold Coast and North Melbourne. I'm going to say North. Being at home at Blundstone. Oh, what about you, Joe? No, North for me. No, OK, then I'll go with the Gold Coast. 
just to spice things up, I think um, they need a win. Do it for Stewie. We all love Stewie Jew. Nobody wants to see him get fired. So um, <laughs> That's true. Let, let, let's get Stewie Jew and get a couple of wins for him. Uh, next to Port Adelaide and Sydney Swans at the Adelaide Oval from 4.35pm. In for Port Adelaide, Todd Marshall, uh, Dylan Williams, a debut. Out Robbie Gray, Lockie Jones and Peter Laddams. Uh, Sydney Swans, Caden Brand in, Errol Goldeen, big in for them. Uh, out Lo- Logan McDonald, uh, Lewis Taylor and Sam Wicks. Interesting one, this one. Yeah, well, they, Port obviously coming off a big win against the Gold Coast. I mean, can't take too much into account with that game, but they are playing pretty good football. And the Swans, they got shocked, shocked against the Hawks in their last outing. Yeah. So they'll be looking to bounce back in this one. It's a big clash for them as yeah. far as top eight is concerned. So As far as top four is concerned. I mean, given yeah. Geelong's lost last night, um, Port can take their fourth position on the ladder. So that's huge for Does Port. The they'll, want that. they'll want the double chance. Um, Sydney just need to stop hemorrhaging rubbish losses. Like again, you, as you said, against um, the Hawks, they just need to. If they want to stay in the eight, they have to win against the lower side, the lower ranked teams, don't they? Yeah, you can't just rely on the being the, the lower ranked teams. Yeah. You got to be able to beat the big ones. So, I think they're going to be a bit rattled here. The Swans with being moved around and stuff, and yeah. I think uh, Port at home is becoming a really dangerous fortress there. So I think we're all consensus I think there. It, yeah, clear win for Port for me. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night, it's Essendon and Melbourne from the MCG, 7.25pm. Uh, In for Essendon, Alec Waterman, out Neg Cahill and Tom Cutler. In for Melbourne, Jack Viney, out Cade Chandler and Sam Wiedemann. Interesting. Melbourne... Melbourne uh, well, coming off the bye, yeah, and then the, the, yeah, the week before the shock loss with Collingwood, uh, I think they'll be able to comfortably bounce back from that. I mm. know Essendon have had some bit of a few sniffs uh, uh, well, at the ladder. Not but... happy with Essendon right now. I mean, let's have a look at who they've actually beaten, um, who they've lost against. They lost to, they got smashed by Port, lost to Sydney, Brisbane, Carlton, GWS, and a one-one against Hawks this year, and they've lost to Richmond. I mean, they've beaten one team above them on the ladder, which is just terrible. Um, that, and that was West Coast. So, if they want to, if they want the hype, if they want to be a rampaging team, a momentum team coming September this year, they have to win games like this. They absolutely have to get some wins on the board against teams much higher than them on the ladder. Yeah, and Melbourne obviously coming off that loss, they're a bit exposed, and yeah, this is absolutely. their opportunity to pounce on yep. a team like Melbourne. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I think they're a chance here. I just I don't. Will amount for this one. No, me neither. But they need. I. We, what we can't see is an epic first half of football from Essendon, and then just fading in. I mean, yeah. into nothing. They've done that a lot. Of, a they lot of absolutely times done that, yeah. and I think I'm worried that it's exactly what's going to happen again. Yeah. Melbourne for me. Yeah, me too. I'll tip Essendon. No, as well. no, no. You know, I got the Collingwood tip right. We don't want the bombers. Back, you know, I'm capable of this. <laughs> uh, Sunday, it's GWS Giants taking on Hawthorne at the MCG, and it's uh, the Giants' home game at the MCG since uh, uh, things have been moved around. Yeah, I'm sure that's thrilling them. <laughs> um, I mean, well, GWS everyone's had their fair share of having to play Absolutely. away it's from their home. Absolutely. Um, GWS have a big win against Carlton, oh, the Mighty Blues. Um, <laughs> But Hawthorne off that tough loss against the Bombers, they were, they just, it's what it could be interesting because the Hawks need to start winning games or have to start thinking about their future long term. 
Um, they can't just keep being in this middle middle of the run team, getting some wins, getting some terrible losses, and just plodding along. They need to think about premierships again and mm. what that means in the, for their future. Is Alistair Clarkson the guy to go to, or is it time for Sammy Mitchell to step up? Yeah, I don't know. I think this, the way they're building their team, it's just getting recycled players exactly. into that team yeah. rather than focus on the draft, start picking yeah. these kids up and get them going. But they just got so many recycled players that are just not giving them yeah. what they need. Yeah, I mean, they're not the worst team every year, but they're never the best team like over the past few years. They've just been insipid in the middle. Like the, You know, each week it's going to be like they could win, they could lose, but they're never going to win 10 in a row, are they? They're just going to always just sit right there in the middle. Five wins, five losses. In for GWS, I'm going to get this wrong. T- Tanner Brune. Yep, I'll oh, take that's that. Right. Brett Daniels and Big Mummy Mumford. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's named. Hawthorne have Devin Granger Barris, a debut. Uh, Damon Greaves, Kyle Hardigan, and James Werple. Nice. Warple. <laughs> Warple. Oh, Warple, not. The Werpedo. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that actually what they call him? The Warpedo, yeah. Jesus, okay. I wonder if you can actually hit it. Um, I, th- I think. Uh, Giants with a big, big win like that. Uh, I just think Hawthorne. Yeah, they got that win. No, I, don't, I don't think they're 100 percent up to scratch. Yeah, I think JBS will get this one. Yeah, should be. Yeah, sweet. Uh, big one at Optus Stadium at West Huge Coast one. Eagles and the Western Bulldogs. 320 Optus Stadium. Uh, take a look at their team. Uh, whew, pretty interesting. They've been up in the hub all week. Uh, the doggies uh, with Perth uh, COVID restrictions, so they've had to quarantine. Uh, in for the Eagles, Tim Kelly, Jeremy McGovern, Jack Petrotrelli, Brad Shepard, Luke Shuey, and Nathan Vardy. That's some big ins. Harry Edwards out, Luke Foley out, and Xavier O'Neill. Huge ins. Western Bulldogs, Riley Garcia, Riley Garcia, Ed Richards, and Josh Shackey. Yeah, beautiful. Um, they're huge <laughs> ins for West Coast. Um, that's half their midfield right there. Yep. And um, Jeremy McGovern in the back line is just so good. So... Um, no, there you go. That I think West Coast will walk away with this one. They're so dominant at home. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's an absolute fortress over there. Nobody wants to go to Optus. And um, I think the Western Bulldogs will get a bit of a shock. Weagles for me. Yeah, just uh, just on the Eagles. Like, they've got such a good team, but they just don't. Oh, on, yeah, on they paper, should have more than one premiership in recent years. They, got, they just not coached well enough, I think. I, I think, agree. But I think they should, with these ends, they should win, but... Yeah, dogs could be interesting if they can pull this one out. Last game of the round. Here we go. Here we go. It's on the same time as another important game, so I'm oh, obviously going yes, to make the decisions. Other. Yeah, this will this will be easy to watch in this one. Very easy. No, you don't I have won't. to watch this one. Sam. No, going up to Sydney to watch them uh, dish out the performance last week might have been the deal breaker. <laughs> uh, ins for Carlton: Matthew Cottrell, Josh Honey, Mark Murphy, Lockie O'Brien, Sam Petrescu, Seaton, and Lockie Plowman out. Zach Fisher, uh, he hurt his uh, ankle again. Uh, he was limping most of last week. Um, Luke Parks admitted Mark Pidanay, uh has injured himself pretty bad as well. Uh, in for Adelaide Crows, Luke Brown, Jason Hatley, Elliot Hummelberg and Nick Murray are in. Uh, and Josh Worrell is admitted. Um, this should be a good one. I think um, Adelaide, uh, they need both, both. It's a very achievable win for both of these teams. You wouldn't be surprised if Carlton wins. You wouldn't be surprised if Adelaide wins. Um, Carlton lost last week, and that was pretty poor. It was a pretty poor outing for you guys. Um, I don't think David Teague's the issue, though. No, I, it, run, it definitely runs deeper than that, and yeah. I just hope this review um, 
proves that. Yeah, and um, uh, Cripper and I think the co-captains had to come out this week and do a press conference backing Teagan and the team. Uh, so it's a pretty interesting time at the club. Uh, I really hope it changes because it seems we've had this you know, culture issue for a long time. And that's the problem. I mean, you bring in new coaches and the culture issue is not changing. It's yeah. not the coaches. It, yeah. There's something innate in the Carlton mm-hmm. Football Club mm-hmm. that needs to go. Mm-hmm. If, it's, uh, if it's a certain executive, if it's the board, it's going to be something like that. Everything needs a reset. Um, maybe some of the assistant coaches were already uh, ones already quit this year. Yeah. Um, so I just hope hope we see some changes, some good changes, not just band aid fixes. You know, want a proper clean out um, because it's just not good enough anymore. Absolutely not, not. good enough. Absolutely. Um, and it's very very frustrating. Uh, so I won't be watching that game. I'll be at the A-League Grand Final. Um, and after saying all that, I reckon Adelaide are going to walk away with this one pretty easily. Yeah, sorry, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope the Blues, you know, actually show like they want to be out there. They won't. Because, <laughs> well, <laughs> we <laughs> will see. <laughs> sorry. It's put me in a bad mood. I've got to, I've got to warm up. When we come back... We'll Euros 2020 and the big whopper of a... Exclusive audio. Is oh, yeah, oh. we got some exclusive audio. <laughs> oh, man. A bit embarrassing, but anyway. Uh, Melbourne City take on Sydney FC in the A-League Grand Final. That's all coming up next on the Sports Desk with Sam, Jack and Jay on Sin. Magic Pilot on the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. Uh, we've been building up to this all day, uh, day oh, sorry, all show, uh, and we've got the Euros, and then we're going to get through the big one of the day, the A-League Grand Final. And we're up to the round of 16 in the Euros now. Pretty exciting. Uh, a few close calls. A massive uh, couple of past games. But the teams eliminated are now Turkey, Russia, North Macedonia, Scotland, Poland and Hungary. Uh, but the Hungary were pretty close. Yeah. Um, Hungary, sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that, that's bad. Um, I mean, it's not. none of them are... Big surprises are they? Those eliminations. Um, they're only. Um, they did pretty well in the gr- group of death, though. Yeah, true. I mean, the only undefeated teams right now are Italy, Belgium, and Netherlands. So, um, and that's also not much of a surprise there. I mean, it'll just plot along. Teams get eliminated, and so on and so forth. And um, I don't think there'll be any big surprises coming out of the Euro this year. What have been some of your standout games over the week, and some standout players that you've seen? Oh, well, um, I just. Um, Oh, God. I mean, the Sweden-Poland game, 3-2, that was a good one. But then how good was us? Well, not how good. I mean, pretty poor for the Slovakians. 5-0. Spain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely massive. That um, is, that's huge. Um, you were the Man City boys. Fran Torres. Did you see the back heel goal? Oh, my God. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so that's a huge win for them. That will give them heaps of confidence going forward. So um, um, it'll just plot along. No issues. Enjoyable soccer. And uh, Jay, for you? I particularly like that... Uh, it wasn't a like oh, big game, but it was Scotland and Czech Republic with that goal from uh, Schick, I think it is. Oh yes, yeah. yes, that was goal, a couple of weeks ago. Forty-five meters. Yeah, no, nothing's really trumped that yet. We've seen some some good That's goals, but uh, yeah, no one's come close to that. Uh, so we're in the round of sixteen now. A few games this weekend uh, from Sunday at two a.m. We got Wales and Denmark. Wales have been not too bad. They've been all right. Uh, Italy and Austria play Sunday five a.m. Netherlands and Czech Republic play Monday 2am, 
Belgium and Portugal, Monday, 5am. That's going to be massive. Croatia and Spain play on Tuesday. France and Switzerland on Tuesday as well. And Wednesday, England and Germany, Sweden and Ukraine. Uh, big one for England. Uh, um, I don't know with them. Germany's going to be a tough opponent. Absolutely. And I just, just, they always are. I just... I, I don't know if I can see England passing through there. No, fair enough. Um, yeah, I agree. I think um, Germany is always going to be tough for anybody who goes up against them. But um, let's move on from that and let's uh, let's get to the big game of the weekend. I reckon <laughs> the A League Grand Final. Yes. been exciting it's ex- been exciting jay uh, i know we were in the grand final last year but it feels different this time because we're going to actually you know fans are going to be all- allowed to be there it's going to be at home uh for a while there i thought we'd be just being locked down again and we won't even be, a- be able to get near it uh but it'll be my first time going to a grand final in any form in the flesh so very very exciting just talking about it now i'm getting really nervous <laughs> uh so <laughs> sunday 505 kickoff uh, was moved originally from Saturday night. Now, there, I think there are f- a few tickets still available, yep. so if you haven't snapped them up, have a look, have a look. It's 15,000 people for the capacity, which is pretty good. Yep. I mean, that's an awesome crowd for any um, occasion, so I, it should I, be good. I think it's going to sound even louder. It's just going to be loud, it's going to be it's going to be crazy, and uh, bad luck to Sydney fans. But to be honest, I don't feel sorry for them, because they had it last year. <laughs> Sydney home fans, we couldn't go, so... Stuff them. So we'll talk about the semi-finals first. We'll start off with the uh, Sydney FC game. Uh, they defeated Adelaide two-one. Uh, Adam Lafondra scored a penalty. Bobo in the forty-third minutes. Uh, and one goal for Adelaide from Juande. Is that how you supposed to say it? Yes, that'll do. What do you think of that game, Jane Jack? Uh, oh. I mean. Um, no surprises. The both team. I thought Sydney and I thought Melbourne were going to win. Um, um, yeah, just I, th- I don't. Yeah, I'm just you know. Jack, uh, Jay. <laughs> oh, Adelaide. I thought we're playing good football. They had a few chances. Absolutely, yeah. But they just obviously didn't convert. So Sydney many shots. Only, yeah. Sydney had half their shots and scored two goals to one. So. What can you do? That's a one that they missed there, Adelaide. But good on Sydney. And the penalty early on. Yeah. No. Contentious, but. I think too late to talk about it now, isn't it? It's all <laughs> it's over. All right. It's all right. Sydney got what they got. Yeah. Yep. So Sydney threw again. Uh, I pretty much called this all year oh, that it was going to be. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sydney and Melbourne. Become a celebrity a little bit online, and then, uh, hang on. We're getting oh, to we're it. We're getting to, getting to it. <laughs> hang on. Uh, so Melbourne City, what a whopper of a game! Defeated Macarthur two nil. Uh, undermanned. Uh, we didn't have <laughs> noon, the boo. We didn't have half the Socceroos that were in it. Uh, the two young guys, Tilio and Kolokoski, uh, stood up for the boys. Uh, I made a last-minute crazy decision last week to go up and see the game, and I'm glad I did. Uh, it was a first interstate game. Uh, what a whopper of an interstate game to go to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was absolutely incredible. Oh, God, I sound like... The recording already. <laughs> uh, so what had happened? We'll go through the game highlights, and then I'll play a bit of me. For some reason, they post matched a few players, but for some reason they wanted to get my post match. Yeah, uh, it was pretty rough. <laughs> well, they know you. They know you're so important to the game, and how much you bring to the commentary each week. So they thought we, we know we see the radio legend in the stands. Let's go get him. <laughs> so this is the call uh, from Fox Sports. Uh, a few of the highlights from the game. And come back to that left. 
Patilio dancing. Whips it in. Brilliant goal from Melbourne City. Stefan Kolakowski, the boyhood fan, filling the boots of Jamie McLaren. He was there on opening night as a Melbourne Heart fan and he might just have booked them a spot in their first grand final as the home team. Stefan Kolakowski and Tilio combining. The youngsters doing it for Melbourne City semi-final against MacArthur FC and they look for a quick fire double here, Kolakowski drags it out of the sky, he's got a teammate rolls reverse, Tilio to Melbourne City they're too quick for MacArthur and without their Socceroos without their superstar Craig Noon they are doing the job and it's two goals in less than two so yeah, two goals in less than two minutes it was insane that second goal, you heard the whistle Literally straight, lob pass over, uh, done his man, and then straight into the net. Uh, Beautiful, wasn't it? Was it was crazy. So we'll get <laughs> we'll get to the audio now. Melbourne City, City interviewed me after the game. And fair <laughs> to say, they had a, a few beverageinos, and uh, it was pretty rough, pretty rough. Here it is, from my embarrassment, the A-League has shared it, Melbourne City have shared it. I'm surprised I'm not a meme yet, but uh, <laughs> here we go. This is my post-match after the game. Uh, in Sydney. Absolutely unbelievable. I wouldn't lie. Uh, the first half was a bit scary um, and wasn't sure what the second half reception would be like, but Kolokoski to start it off and then Tilio to bring it home for the boys. Right. Kola playing for the heart, playing for the team. And bring on the grand final. Bring it on. Bring it at Amy Park. I'm ready. And how are you feeling when Colin banged in that goal, mate? Oh, absolutely unbelievable. I couldn't even catch my breath before the next goal that proceeded. Honestly, it was so fast. So there, there we go. Um, in the moment, it's just the pure passion of sport that we love. I mean, you can't switch it off, can you? You're always analysing the game. You love it so much. Um, yeah. That is amazing. I mean, that's... you got to see the visual if you haven't seen the... Visual interview list. Go watch Go it. Go watch it. He's, um, he's in fine form. He's clearly... Um, he's got his hand gestures going yeah. all over the place. Heights professionalism he is there now. Yeah. He loves it so much. I mean, just dedication. You love your, you love your team, mate. I've got no issue yeah. with that. It's Passion. just awesome. Good trip. Yeah. So we'll get to the big game itself. Sunday, 5.05. Interesting run for Sydney uh, towards the end of the year. They've had five straight wins uh, compared to... Uh, uh, Melbourne City, uh, who since they won the Premier's Plate um, against Central Coast and lost a few of the players. Interesting form. We lost and drawed and lost again. But that, fair to say they were uh, lower teams were playing and um, uh, there was not much to play for there. So, no, of course, there's going to be that lull after that. Uh, but to have that win undermanned, uh, Jay, I've been just speaking. So what did you think of the games? <laughs> I'll let someone else well, have I, a I go. Like you, no, no, I'm, I'm loving it, mate, from you today. I think um, you've summed it up as well as you could have. Just Especially for you, travelling over to Sydney to see the game. It's uh, it's quite a unique experience I for mean, you. yeah, it's an absolute emotional and thing, isn't it, it? As you said, it's your first grand final in any form of mm. sport, so... It's oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, That's well, so good. This, no. is, this is great to see. So, as I said, I'm happy as well, but I mean, it's just great to have it in Melbourne as well. I mean, we've got such a good record here in Melbourne as well. I think we've only lost two of our last 20 in uh, Amy well, Park. Hey. So... No, I, think, I, I just think set up for this one. The yeah. belief, the belief is there now. Absolutely, uh, and the the captain, uh, Scott Jamison, coming out and saying, you know, anytime, anywhere, 
that that motto has really just rung true. And uh, there's been recent times at Melbourne City where you've thought, uh, we're kind of near it, but we played the best season we've ever played this year. The, the belief and the play style, it's just an exciting team to watch. Really, it is. Uh, so amazing for that uh, recent form. You know, the the last game we played, 10th of April, uh, was a draw with them, and uh, then we beat them 3-2 on the 23rd of February in the year. But yeah, uh, I think... Um, what are your tips? I think it's going to be Melbourne. I think home ground, all this momentum, all this emotion behind it. Um, I want to see it happen. I want Melbourne City to win it, and I think they're going to. Yeah, well, we obviously got the the basketball in that, and then it would just be good to have the double as well, obviously. For a personal, it's great to have Melbourne here and get a dub. It'd be great. So hopefully you can get it done. Hopefully uh, the demons of last year go away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. It's nice to hear that from a victory fan. Melbourne He's had his success. He's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps us up. Um, it's been an exciting Friday sports desk. You can catch us all on our social media. And, of course, next week... Uh, come on, you city boys. We're going to finish the show uh, with the Turtles happy together. I couldn't resist playing oh, it in yeah, here. Yeah, so, uh, warm it up. Uh, enjoy it, fans. Get around the teams. Melbourne United, it's, just, it's, a, it's a great week to be in Melbourne. It is. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been the Sports Desk on Sin. Imagine me and you. About you day and night, it's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together.